Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our special Monday night, almost human episode of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you guys could join us for episode 133 tonight. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me as always, my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? Hello, Corey. Hello, Brian. Doing good, man. <laughs> That's good. Of course, we're back here again talking about the latest episode of Almost Human that just aired literally minutes ago here on television. And we're going to talk about it and break it down for you. But before we do, help out the show if you want. Head on over right now to scifiwatcher.com slash donate. Multiple ways to help us out. Not only can you just tell your friends, but we have wish lists. And the traditional monetary donations are also accepted. Head on over right now to scifiwatcher.com slash donate. All right, tonight's episode of Almost Human was called You Are Here. Of course, eighth episode of this first season aired January 13th, 2014. So uh, we finally, after eight episodes, get a little little callback to the in syndicate. But blink and you'll miss it. What's that? I said blink and you'll miss it. Yeah, well, I think they kind of hinted at it at the beginning with that group therapy thing John was in. Yeah, and but I was expecting more. I still wanted more. I know. it's And it's like it took you eight episodes just to give us this. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a, a little awkward. I mean, I think they're trying to make it funny. I think they're trying to make John's character funny. When he's talking in group therapy about that one guy, Marty, I'm surprised he just didn't kill himself yet, you know. And it's, he's yeah. trying to make all these jokes. I'm like, this isn't really that funny. It's 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 all right. It is. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not enough to to really enjoy, in my opinion, the the humor side. But yeah, so there's this guy named Anton that uh, running away. They're gonna find me. You know, some seems like a typical story you always hear. And he gets shot supposedly with three different bullets. But, uh, that I don't I don't get how they surmise that even the the MX I'd never figured out how he figured that out. Well, he was saying ricochet and it could ricochet a certain way and it's JFK. It's the magic bullet theory. I, I was thinking about that when he said that. I'm surprised they didn't mention that at all in here. You know, I was thinking like the JFK bullet. You know, the one bullet thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like the idea that the bullets are um are guided. They're locked onto one person. Yeah. You can kill somebody like from miles. Seeking missile, but yeah, loot. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. Bullet with chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of scary, though, <laughs> you know, thinking about it. It's like, it's a great idea. It's kind of scary. Eventually, we'll have that, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, you know, the, the, the trailer last, we kind of spoiled this a little bit because, uh, the, you know, there's that scene where the MX keeps talking and won't shut up to John, and then, of course, John blows its head off, and it's like, we saw that in the trailer. Yeah, it's like why, why ruin that? You know, because I'm waiting for it to happen. It's like this. It wasn't like oh my god. It's like they put it in there, and I was just like, okay, you you just want to show action scenes, and that's that was pretty much an action scene. It was, but you kind of take the surprise out of it if you've already seen the commercial a thousand times. And it, I don't really remember the commercial because remember we were talking before the show. They showed a different commercial. 
I think I was watching something else on Fox, probably like Family Guy or something like on a Sunday, and maybe I saw the commercial. But I saw the commercial again. Before I remember this. seeing John Larroquette in the commercial, but anyway, I can talk about that. Yeah, later. it was kind of weird. Well, d- different story. Oh, yeah, so the captain yells at John for shooting the stupid M- M- MX in the head. Ooh, she's starting to yell. She's about, fi- about time she's starting to yell here. Yeah. You know, she doesn't do much else. Finally, she gets to be a boss. <laughs> I know. It's, it's about time. You're the captain. You should be, you should be an a-hole to these guys. <laughs> she, it's about time she gets to that point. You know, go talk. They, of course, the guy the guy had a girlfriend, so they have to go talk to the girlfriend. I think there was another scene there that got cut. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, when he when the the captain was yelling at at John, and then off camera she says, "Go and go um, interview the girlfriend." Mm-hmm. But it was, if you know what ADR is, it, it, it was like added in, piped in later. Oh yeah, they they like did a, a overdub or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't notice that. That's a good catch if if that did happen. Yes, yeah, so they probably cut that scene because it did seem a little awkward. You went right from from her yelling to all right, let's go. Yeah, it was kind of a harsh cut. I didn't really notice that. Um, they also had another callback uh, too when they were talking to Rudy, and Rudy's like, "Do you need a you need someone to go undercover for you?" It's I think they're fleshing out the comedy bits. Yeah. You know, they're trying to see what works maybe. I don't know, but they they keep reoccurring the same comedy bits. But at least they're trying to do some callbacks finally. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was like every episode was its own little little beast. Nothing nothing was related to the episode before. Yeah. Um they, it seems like they're trying to keep it hip. You know, I mean, obviously we get the Bitcoin reference again, which is kind of getting numb to. But there was one thing where where the where the girlfriend um Kira, she said something that, you know, he, he's a good guy. He was an elder in Warriors of Grun. I'm like, okay, so World of Warcraft. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you can't use World of Warcraft, but you're going to try to come up with something kind of equivalent to that. I was like, I don't know. Well, I also noticed um, when uh, Dorian was looking at it, he was researching those screens and he was doing the Minority Report thing, mm-hmm. that they had something that looked similar to Facebook with the chat on the side. You saw that too, huh? And it, I think it was called Friends. Was the name of the service? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and, and try to see if I can get a I good. Think it, I think it said Friends. It, it had that bluish color to it, and it had the white screen. But I did notice. It. I didn't write it down. You're right, though. I didn't notice that. I'm like, I guess that could be the the futuristic version of Facebook. It is. Yeah. Same color pattern. Everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad they they're not mentioning websites like that. Like you know, 35 years in the future, because I don't think like Facebook's gonna be around. No. Think about 35 years ago and now. Come on. Well, think about 10 years ago. We had MySpace. Yeah. You know, think about it. I mean, think, think of like special social media. It changes so quickly. So I'm kind of glad they did That's why I think that it's not going to look like that. I think they do, they put those things in because it's relatable to people now. And they're like, oh, I get it. He's looking at social media. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They, they're like, okay, this is Facebook, but we're not going to tell you it's Facebook. Yeah. So we don't get sued out of existence or people go, that's too dated in the future. But yeah, I thought it was, I had a head scratcher moment when they were talking to Kira and she shows like the, the video voicemail she got from her boyfriend and it's on her hands. I'm like, everyone else is, has cell phones and stuff. Why is her voicemail, video voicemail on her hand? Maybe she has an implant. That's what I was thinking. I know. It's kind of weird that she does, but like nobody else, we've not seen anyone else actually use their hand for, for video voicemails. And you couldn't see the source, so they they obscured that. Mm-hmm. It was a pry projector off. 
camera or it's just CGI. Right. It's probably CGI. But yeah, it was different. It was, but I'm like, everyone's carrying cell phones. How come she's using her hand? Unless she it's can some- afford the nice stuff. See, John John is not like hip, so he's got old technology. Or the fact well, everyone else has old technology too. Even um even what's her name? Uh Val. Valerie has cell phones and stuff, but yeah. But also, they work at like a computer tech company too, so they probably got like the latest and greatest toys to play with there. Right, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I just like interesting. Like, how come you have it, but everyone else is using cell phones? <laughs> um, you know, of course, you get to the commercial break, and it's like it's obvious that you know, Kira is the next target they're going to try to kill. It's like, oh, didn't see that coming. Very telegraphed. Yeah, it's telegraphed. It seems like they've been doing that. It's like you can already tell where it's going to go. And then we cut to the to the finally, that one guy they captured Reinhard, from the from episode one. Yeah, he's been in lockup however six seven episodes. Yeah, in there. Yeah, they take him down to the evidence vault. I must have missed something because I was watching it live. I didn't have it recording. What prompted that? To what? Take him to the evidence vault. What prompted them to question him? I think they keep questioning him because they made a reference to like. You know, they keep asking him the questions. He never answers them. So it sounds like they keep talking to him. I thought it had to do with this case because, like I said, I I turned away from her for a second. I must have missed that scene before. They they were questioning him in regards to the case they're on now. No, the the um, John saw on one of the interrogation monitors that the captain was talking to him. So then, then all of a sudden, it cuts to her taking him to the evidence vault. Because they want to find that's, out. That's retarded. Yeah, and they want to find because they want to find out what's in the evidence vault. He's like, I can tell you, you just got to give me a full pardon. And of course, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, he's like, I know where she is. You know, I know you want you to get your hands. I thought they right were now. linking. I, I I thought it'd been cool. I thought it was they were linking Syndicate with this bullet. Yeah, but cooler. you'd have to get somewhere out in left field though. You'd have to connect the two. You. The way, it, the way it was here, it was like two different stories. I think they put it in there just to let you guys know, hey, we're going to come back and talk about this eventually. They didn't do a good job. No. It was it's just like, it was jarring. <laughs> but it's funny, as, as you posted it, and I retweeted it over uh, at Sci-Fi Watch on Twitter. And it's like, it's about time they, they mentioned in Syndicate again. Yeah. Yeah. Syndicate, in Syndicate, whichever. Yeah, in Syndicate. I-N Syndicate. I actually looked it up. Dumb name. Yeah. It's like, how oh, original can you be? But then, you know, of course, uh, uh, Kira was telling the guys about that, um, the headhunter, job headhunter named Natalie, which, uh, of course, is the bad girl in the whole story. You know, it's like, and the cops go talk to her. It's like, yeah, she doesn't exist. And, of course, they're in the middle of, like, you know, the park or something like that. It's like, you know, right there, it's like, oh, she's, they're going to try to kill her right here. It's like, could, could you make it more obvious? <laughs> you, you know, you don't go back to her business. You actually go to the park to talk to her. Yeah. Like, really? Okay. Let's talk in wide open. After yeah. we found a bullet that can be shot from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it was telegraphed that Dorian was going to take the bullet. It was, but it wasn't explained how he detected it. That's Except the thing. he kept fidgeting and looking at the monitors. Yeah, it's like, could he hear it? Could He's looking at the monitors, but how is that helping him see the bullet? Yeah. Because those bullets are going about four, five hundred, six hundred miles an hour. Probably, yeah. You know, they're going faster than the speed of sound, I think. So, and we get the comedy bit with him getting shot and then speaking another language, which Korean. Yeah, halfway funny. 
Yeah, but it, 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 I guess it was just there for the humor because it served no purpose, you know? You know, it's like, oh, hey, let's take you back to see Rudy. Hey, Rudy, fix him. Boom, done. It's like, yeah, it didn't like progress the story any, just a little side diversion. I wanted to smack the little, um, little, I want to say drone, but the little computer that was scanning Dorian's body to make sure he was, you know, fit for service. And it mm-hmm. says, remember, hugs, not drugs. I'm like, oh my God, really? <laughs> Even in the future, you have to say corny lines like that. And then for for no reason either, you know, then the girl, the girlfriend's like, uh, Kira's like, oh, by the way, I have a daughter, which didn't serve any purpose to the story. You know? Oh no, it did a little bit because he, she, the daughter was a target. Yeah, well, the girlfriend was a target too. You didn't even really have to have a kid in there. I guess it, it kind of solidified it because um, he was worried about the daughter. Remember? I mean, because yeah. uh, they were surveilling him and they're using it as blackmail. Right. But yeah, so uh, of course they want to take her to the safe house where she'll be safe. Which, of course, you know, I mean, see, to me, I was expecting it to be, oh, the safe house is going to get infiltrated, you know. Because it seems like whenever you take somebody to a safe house, they're never safe. Remember that one episode we had a while ago where they were in a safe house? The, oh, yeah, the, two the witnesses? courtroom one, yeah. Yeah, uh, they ain't safe there. That this, was the most idiotic one because, like, the safest place is the courthouse. I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, yeah, and I love that Kira, like, wants to go to see a scrubber so she can erase the memories of of the guy, Anton, so they won't kill her, which I'm like, that's stupid logic. What are you going to go up to him and say, I don't know who he is. You can't kill me. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to work. And I, I thought it was... Uh, I want to I want to slap somebody. I, you're in a safe house. There are going to be multiple cops on some level, whether they're human or not. And she just walked out the front door. Yeah, like, we've had wait. that happen before. Remember in this in this show, mm-hmm. the uh, the crazy girl that could that can uh, that same episode, the and crazy cool. girl who can uh, tell the future, read minds, whatever. Yeah, she went through the bathroom window. No, but she was in the safe house and she got away. Then she just escaped. She hopped out the bathroom window to escape. Yeah. Yeah. And this one is like she went through the same door that they went in in the first place. I'm like, I'm like, really? It's like, how do you do that? You figure there'd be cops all over the place. Yeah. Like, I was like, come on. That's just B. I think you guys are like running short on time. You have to try to move the story a little faster. And then, of course, you know, John and Dorian actually find her at one of the scrubbers. And then, then a normal gunfight ensues. It's like, well, not only a normal gunfight, they they cut the normal gunfight halfway and put a commercial in, which makes no sense. I know it's a, I think a little firefight. You're going to kill the mood and put a commercial in. Yeah, I guess they wanted you like, oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next kind of thing. Maybe it's like, duh, you know what's going to happen next type of thing. But it was a pathetic gunfight. And then all of a sudden Dorian does his Terminator walk where he's walking down the, the hallway, just shooting everything coming towards him. Yeah, and they and they're they're dead, and that's it. I'm like, okay, that was too easy. This was a phoned-in episode, and then at the end, every episode has this. Now I swear we're gonna have to make a checklist. The 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 heart touching moment, you know. Oh, oh, these were the numbers he gave me his phone number on a piece of paper, which is so archaic now, 35 years in the future. You know what they said that, but I was watching afterwards, and I I could have sworn I saw a desk with pens and and pencils in it. I know. To me, it's like it's not that archaic. I mean, what are you going to do? Pull a touch screen up and then have to type typing on it? I can't. 
It's not- I guess you can equate it to like a quill. Like if you saw a quill. I guess. Like, wh- what? Yes, it's it's practical and you could still get it now. Mm-hmm. But if you saw it there, you'd be like, oh, it's my Lex calligraphy. But yeah, this was supposed to be the heart-touching moment. I'm, gl- I'm glad you saved me so I have the memories of him now. I was like, oh, shut up. It's like I don't feel any emotions towards these people when they get like these tender moments at the end of every episode. Yeah. I actually like the, the, the only thing that I like is, is Dorian. And Dorian and, and John's interaction are the only thing that really. Yeah, and it almost looks like the ball's going to finally start rolling with Valerie and uh, John. I'm, we, finally, I, finally. I'm assuming he gave her his phone number. If he didn't, he's an yeah. idiot. You know. Here's my cell. It's like, took Thanks you- for the gummy energy thingy. <laughs> Here's my phone number. You know, it's just like, well, it took him long enough. It's like, geez, could you go any slower with this? I think I've, it's finally he killed his aggression, maybe. I, I guess. Know. I don't know. I, I really, I don't know. Um, and, and it seems like the, also, you know, this episode of connectivities to, to, to the other episodes, but then we get back to the 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 on again, off again relationship between John and Dorian because there's the one scene where he shoots the MX and then, and then Dorian's like, you like me. You shot him because you like me. It's like, wait a minute. It seemed like episode one, he kind of liked you. And then like two episodes later, he kind of likes you. It's like, make up your mind. They're just trying to reiterate that, I guess. I know. It's, it's like. Do you, do you like him or don't you? Just either build the relationship forward. Or don't just keep like repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's it for this episode. I mean, <laughs> see, we, we got another downer, but yeah, I, I still think it's phoned in. Yeah. Um, the same kind of beats that the other episodes have, but they're not good beats. No. Not by a long shot. And the the gun sh- the shootout was pathetic it was really pathetic i know we it, no backup once again yeah it, and it took 50 50 minutes to get to that point mm-hmm. there was really no follow-through either it's like they're dead okay story's over we live happily ever after you know and i'm tired of the the heart heart touching moment the sentimental moment which is not really anything i agree yeah <laughs> So that's another one they phoned in. Um, we'll be back three weeks from now, three Mondays from now, with a new episode of Almost Human. I Again. can't wait to see John Larroquette. Yeah, I know. Dan Fielding returns to <laughs> Almost Human. Yeah, he'll be on in three weeks. And, and we talked about this before. We I thought we saw that trailer last week for like this week's episode was supposed to be that John Larroquette. When I saw it too, uh, maybe they decided to switch him up. And I think that's why they um, there's no connectivity is because the way they're shooting them is they're single things and they can interchange them without you losing um, the story. I don't know. I guess they're still trying to like, they're trying not to link it too much so they can, people can still jump on board. Maybe. I don't know. No, but I mean, they can, uh, they can switch them around. Right. And loosely have the story in the background of the in syndicate. But if they do not, you know, if they do not come circle back around to that, I, I I don't know. I say we drop it. I think the show's drop the show. I think the show's gonna be dead in the water if they don't start going to the in syndicate story. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the most interesting part, and you kind of just you lose that. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I didn't want that every week to be, like, the story, but I didn't want to go eight weeks and then have a two-minute scene mentioning it. And maybe it's, uh, what is his name, Wyman, the creator. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's so scared of what happened with Fringe because Fringe was one of those shows that you you had to follow the storyline. Right. And he saw what happened to Fringe. He did a, he's done a 180 now thinking mm-hmm. that's going to make more people watch. And I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but I'd like to see the numbers of from Fringe season one and now. Yeah, that's true, though. I mean, you have to I'd like to numbers. compare. Going to have definitely. Um, well, now I have to look at that up now after we, we finish the show. So, yeah, yeah three weeks, almost human. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us because Thursday night, of course, we have our Red Dwarf review series eight. This Thursday night and Sunday comes out on DVD tomorrow. We're going to talk about on Sunday the final film in the Chronicles of Riddick trilogy called Riddick. <laughs> How original. <laughs> of course, I want to thank my friend Mr. Brian Lee for being here tonight. And Brian, where can we find you online? I can always find me on Twitter. It's at Brian Says. You can always find us over at SciFiWatcher.com. Download, subscribe to the show, listen online. Everything's over at SciFiWatcher.com. You want to find out when we're recording live and what we're doing? Go over there and click on the schedule button. Shows you everything really in detail. Goes months down the road. So check us out over at SciFiWatcher.com slash schedule. Like I said earlier, we're on the social media sites. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash SciFiWatcher, Google.com slash plus SciFiWatcher, and over at Twitter at SciFiWatcher. You guys want to give us your comments, complaints about Almost Human or anything else science fiction? Our email address is feedback at SayProductions.com, and our voicemail is 813-915-6390. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this special episode of Sci-Fi Watcher. And until next time, have a good one. 